everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. I am Maddie Albrechts, and I am the host of this little health comedy podcast. And welcome. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you. I'm glad you're listening. And I urge you to go back and listen to all of the other episodes if you like, or if you so choose. If you are one of my returning listeners, hello, thank you for coming back. Thank you for supporting. That is awesome. So this week, things are a little kooky crazy. I mean, it's great. It's great kooky crazy, but I am coming to you live from New Jersey right now because I am in New Jersey this week. And then next week, sometime, I fly to London and I move to London for the year to study classical acting, which is super, super exciting, super nerve wracking, all of the feelings I'm feeling about that. So it's it's great. It's great, but it's a little crazy right now. Things are happening. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm trying to get caught up get everything together. I'm visiting Martin right now. Obviously, if you're new, Martin is my boyfriend, my partner, my whatever. If you're, if you know Martin, then you're like, yes, Maddie. (laughs) We know, we know. But just like to preface that. So we are here. We are here. I am here. Kind of. It was to visit him for a week, but it was also to kind of get acclimated to the time a little bit. It's okay. Dingus Matty Move thought that London was nine hours ahead from Las Vegas and six from New Jersey, because obviously there's a three-hour time difference between New Jersey and Las Vegas. If you didn't know, now you know. But I thought it was nine and six, and then literally yesterday, I found out it was eight and five, because I am the world's largest dingbutt and thought it was different. I think the reason is because I went to Germany last summer and Germany is nine and six. So I just assumed even though they're not the same place, obviously, and they're kind of close, but not that close. So that's that. Good job, Maddie. We're so proud of you. So smart. Go get that master's girl. Kill it. So that's what, excuse me, that's what I have been doing while here, just learning about time differences. So that's awesome. This week, I think I'm going to do a little, just a little story, because things are hectic. I, I was, I, 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 I was debating on two different topics for this week, as I always do. I think that's what it always comes down to, right? When I'm recording, it's whatever I'm feeling for the moment. But I had two topics One of them was kind of a theater story, funny, involving my body, a little less pressure. And then one of them was also not a ton of pressure, but just talking about getting medicine to a different country and kind of having to deal with that and deal with time change and deal with stress and some tools that I've kind of accumulated this summer to hopefully help me. I think that's going to be next week when I'm in London. I think this week I'm just going to tell the story because people were interested in it. I had mentioned doing it a couple weeks ago on my Instagram and people were interested and I had specifically gotten requests for more theater stories. If you're not interested in that, I'm I'm sorry. 
Um, I think it's kind of funny. It involves like a funny little health thing that happened. I guess, I don't know health, but body thing that happened. So I'm going to get into that. If you're not interested in all the theater stuff, then I apologize. There's plenty of other content that doesn't really involve it, but it is a big part of my life. It is the profession that I'm choosing. It's something I went to school for, for, oh my goodness. I did four years in high school at an art school, four years in college, BFA musical theater, and I'm about to do another year of classical acting. So I've been learning like eight years. Um, so it's, it's a huge part of my life. And I think me having a lot of health issues also affects the way I perform and am as a person. And I think it's interesting. So that's my opinion. And this whole podcast is my opinion. So strap in. So this story specifically takes place my senior year of high school. So it was really before the big bang, <laughs> the big bang in my life, which was my pseudotumor and everything coming crashing down after that. Or I guess the big bang would be me falling on the floor and breaking my coccyx because that, first of all, was a big bang. And second of all, was kind of the start of everything. So maybe that's what we'll call the Big Bang. We're discovering all the all these new things together. Isn't that exciting? So back before that, when I was a senior in high school, I've always had <clears throat> issues with my back. I have slight scoliosis. It's nothing super severe. Honestly, most people I talk to, it seems like most people have scoliosis or some form of scoliosis. I don't know if that's just a theater world thing or... I've been around a lot of dancers and they all seem to have scoliosis or back problems. A lot of my friends I know had to wear back braces. I wore like a little corset brace. It didn't go completely up my neck. It was just basically like a corset, but it had rods in the back. So that like went along my spine. So it's nothing crazy. The degree is not severe. The only thing that causes me a little bit of grief, which I think also has led to some more grief with my pseudotumor stuff and my spinal cord stuff is I have this lump in the back of my neck, um, almost where my bones, let's, let's visualize it. The, your back kind of, your neck bones. Oh, wow. Oof. This is going to be hard to talk through on an audio medium. So if you want to pull up some references from Google or Google, you can just look up what a neck bone's supposed to look like and it kind of does this little bend backwards to kind of hold your skull. Sure, let's go with that. Mine kind of goes the other way. So I have this cute little hunched neck. It almost looks like the texting neck, like the tur like if you pushed your chin forward, you kind of get this turtleneck. That's just what my neck looks like all of the time. And I'm sure people who know me are wondering, Maddie, no way. I see you all the time and I never see that lump. I'll show you next time. My cousin, my cousin, who I've known her since birth, she's what, 19? I've known her most of my life, just noticed it last week. I was cleaning her house and she was hanging out with me and she looked at my neck and she goes, oh my gosh, what's that? And I was like, that's been there for ever. But hey, Alexa, shout out to you. She listens. She's, she's a true fan true, true family fan. 
Love her. So she noticed that recently. So it's not hor it's it's not horribly noticeable unless I point it out. It's one of those things where you get really insecure about a body part or something that's different with your face. Like my nose is slightly crooked. It's been crooked my entire life. I had surgery I to fix a deviated septum, but I, I think that's one of the episodes kind of in the early days. So if you want to hear about my other non-pseudotumor related health problems, you can go back there and listen to that. I, I would give you the episode number if I knew it off the top of my head, but I don't. And I'm a great podcaster, as you can tell. So what was I talking about? I can't get on tangents with a neurological condition. That just, I shouldn't be allowed to, or I should at least take notes that I'm following along with. But most of the time I just wing it, especially if it's just my story, because it's just me telling a story. Okay. Let's try and retrace what we were talking about. Alexa, my neck. Okay, yeah. So my neck has this little lump. That's always caused a little bit of neck issues. And honestly, when I'm in dance class, I have ballet teachers and they're like, Maddie, don't jut out your head. Don't jut out your head. And I'm like, you are going to break my neck because I can't push it back any further. That is just a lump in my neck. And no, it isn't from texting. It's from my like slight scoliosis. Whatever, such is life. Wow, that was a long-winded way to say that I have slight back problems. And because of that, my hips get a little out of alignment. Like one kind of sits higher than the other. And I used to go to a chiropractor for it. I don't as much anymore. I just kind of try and stretch and keep it strong. And I haven't had as much issues with it lately as I did when I was younger. And I don't know if I have like more core strength now or just have grown into it or what has happened. But I have less issues with my hips, which is nice. I still occasionally will get up and be like, I can't walk and then I'll have to walk. But when I was a senior in high school, that was probably the height of my skeletal issues and or muscular issues. And I was performing per use. That's what I did. That's what I continue to do. And I in I was in the musical of this, the big musical of the semester. I'm sure if you did high school theater, you know, you you always had like the big musical. And that was this. We were doing Aida. An interesting Tim Rice, Elton John written <laughs> musical. I actually really like Aida. I think it's really good. It's like this pop rock musical. It's really beautiful. A lot of beautiful music. Um, I just was in the ensemble. Nothing crazy. I, at one point... At my shining crowning moment, I played the river in one of the scenes. I I was never one in high school to always get the leads. I was very much a person who worked her way up to leads. So I would play like ensemble roles and then kind of supporting roles and then bigger supporting roles. And then that continued in college where it was ensemble roles, supporting roles, bigger supporting roles. And then I finally like had a lead my senior year of college, but trust me, it took me, I've, I've always been climbing that ladder. So I was playing ensemble, even though it was my senior year, I had already played a larger role that year. So I was just happy to be on the main stage dancing and doing that kind of fun stuff. There wasn't really a role that I was vying for. I was just happy to be there. So that's what I was doing. And it was honestly a lot of fun. My 
like two of my really close, well, one of my best friends and one of my really close friends were in the show with me and everyone else I was friends with. And we got to wear just these really cool, comfy costumes. And I got to play so many different tracks and so many different roles. And I got to really dance. And I've never been a super dancer person. I I get by. I'm good enough. But I've never, that's never really been my sole focus when I'm in a show. And so it was really fun to just kind of get to do that. And I was on and off stage and running. But then in the second act, there was kind of a big chunk where I didn't really do anything. And I just kind of sat backstage, which is fine. No big deal. Before I had to go on and do a change or be the river, something like that. So that's kind of the lowdown of the show. And in theater, I don't know, I think a lot of you guys know theater. A lot of my listeners are kind of a part of that community because a lot of them are my friends. But there's also a good chunk, at least third of the people who I don't think are super into that world. So I'll just give a brief overlay, overview, overlay. I just put words together and hope they come out and mean something. Um, I'll just give a brief overview of kind of what that entails going into tech week and things like that just to give give a little bit of knowledge to see where we were at in the show and what was about to happen. So we we had rehearsed for a month or so, maybe a little bit longer. I think a month is typically the rehearsal time or rehearsal period, a month and a half to get the whole show up. And then the last week for us, we were usually in the big theater. So we would rehearse in a separate room. They would tape out the set on the floor so we knew where things would be, but we would rehearse in these separate rooms and studios and dance studios. And then the final week, we would go into the theater and kind of place it with all of the set and things to make sure everything was right and fit. And if we had to re-space, we would re-space and we would practice there. And then we would have, um, it would be like tech days. So we would have a big tech weekend where we just went in for like 12, 13 hours on the weekend every day and just banged it out. Like lighting would bang it out. Sound would do everything. And you, as an actor, that's not really your time. So you just kind of hang out there and let the tech side of things do their job and do what they need to do. We have months to figure things out. They literally have like two days to put it all together. It's insane. It's crazy. It's actually super fun fun to see. I don't mind tech days so much. Usually I'll just bring a book and hang out on stage and do what they tell me to do. Nothing crazy. So we had that and then we go into the last week uh, and usually we would start shows on Wednesday. So those month, I think we'd have Monday off and then Tuesday we would do a tech run. So we would do the entire show like it was a full show. Everything was happening like it would be happening the next day for opening night. And that's basically what we did. So it was a Tuesday and we were in the middle of the show. That's when this all takes place on a Tuesday. And we were in the middle of the show. Everything was going fine. We were doing the run. I was in costume. I was sitting. I think I'd finished. I'd finished my run of the show. So I was sitting backstage while the rest of the cast was finishing because there were still things like there were scenes at the end of the show that I wasn't in. I like finished my track and then I went backstage to just sit and hang out and wait. And you would think, you would think nothing could happen while you were sitting down, right? You had been dancing. My body was warm. I was stretched out. I had been moving and running and frolicking and doing all of this stuff. 
So I should have been at my peak physical health. Well, you thought wrong, because this body of mine loves surprises. And that is what it gave me. I went to go do bows. I stood up to go do bows. And the second I stood up, my left hip popped out of place. Literally, it popped out of the socket. Probably not like completely, obviously, but it popped out enough to the point where I collapsed to the ground because I couldn't put weight on it. And I just laid there and all of the other people in the dressing room looked at me and they were like, Maddie, are you okay? What happened? Did you trip? And I just said, something is happening with my hip and I can't move. (laughs) And so I, in Maddie fashion, in the show must go on. And also, okay, a little brief thing. If something happens, like, I don't know, you break your butt in the middle of the show, it is okay to stop the show. You don't have to keep going because that's just... Everyone says the show must go on, the show must go on. But if something seriously happens, there is nothing wrong with stopping a show. That's why we have swings. That's why we have understudies. Just in case something severe happens. And something severe has happened to me. And I just think, oh no, I'm young. The show must must go on. And as much as you don't want to let people down, you shouldn't continuously put your body through an intense amount of stress just to finish a show. I mean, obviously, if you like stub your toe and you go, oh, it really hurts, but the show must go on. Like, yeah, okay, the show must go on. But if you break a bone in the middle of the show, maybe decide to stop. But that's just what I have learned in my old age. So I was in Maddie fashion, said the show must go on. I went out, I hobbled out, did my bows, and then hobbled out to where we did notes. And I just laid down and listened. Everyone said, are you okay? And I said, I don't know, something's really going on with my hip. I can't walk on it. It's really painful. It's not great. I didn't really tell this also just naive, silly Maddie stuff. I didn't tell the director or the choreographer or anyone because I didn't want them to pull me from the show at the last second or be worried about something. When in reality, I should have told someone so that way they could have been rehearsing someone the day before just in case something bad happened. Like it it would have just been the smarter thing to do. But I was young and I really wanted to do the show opening night and I couldn't miss it. So... I didn't tell anyone except for my mom. I got in the car and I told her mom something's really wrong. I started crying. I'd been holding it all in. And so I went home. She said, okay, let's maybe take a bath. Maybe it's a muscle thing. Let's figure that out. I was in the bath and then that wasn't working. So the next morning she immediately booked an appointment with both a doctor and a chiropractor. Or maybe it was just a chiropractor. I don't know. The lady I usually saw who helped with my hips and my back and all of that stuff. And so we, she said, yep, come in right away. She wasn't even going into the office that day. So she just said, come to my house. Like, let's, we need to figure this out. And need I remind you, it is opening night. I have told no one that I am injured. It was not good. It was not looking good. So I ended up getting to her house and she felt and was feeling things around. And she said, okay, your, your hip is completely popped out of place. And I said, great, that makes me feel awesome. (laughs) Lots of impending doom. But I said, in, in great musical theater student, in that great way, I said, well, what can you do to fix it so I can do the show tonight? And she said, okay, let's pop, we got to pop it back in and we got to strengthen it to make sure that you can do everything and it won't happen again. And so basically she stuck her fingers into my socket. Sorry, that's a little, if you get squeamish, skip ahead. But she basically popped her fingers 
into my socket. And then I had to do this repetitive exercise where I kind of lowered my straight leg, bent it, brought it back up and lowered it again. That type of movement, if you can picture that. And I did that until basically it popped back in. And it was a very painful process. And apparently I was very white. Well, like very white and pale while it was happening. But we got it back in. And then we did some other things to try and help soothe it. This is all while school's going on. I'm skipping school at this point because it's still a Wednesday. So I skipped the first half of school to try and fix this problem so I could do the show that night. Plus, I don't think I would have been able to walk around school. My my high school campus spanned like two city blocks. It was a pretty substantial spread out campus. And so I don't think I would have been able to walk that entire campus with my hip like that. I didn't know at the time that it was out of place, but you live and you learn. So I had fixed it and I ended up going back to school at like lunchtime, which lunchtime was 10 a.m. What a joke. Am I right? My dad would always joke saying, I saw you guys out there at 10 a.m. eating your lunch. Whoever thought that school for high schoolers should start at 7 a.m. should be punished severely. Who, how do you think we're growing? Our, our bodies are working so hard and you say, yes, 7 a.m. And then we have a show till 11.30 p.m. And then you have, what, a half hour, hour drive home. And then you have to do homework. And then you have to get up at 5 a.m. and do it all over again. I don't know how I survived that. That is just crazy town. Teenagers, insane. Most insane, hardest people ever. <laughs> um, so I, So I went back. I was at lunch. I told everyone, oh it'll be okay. And I ended up doing the show that night and it was okay. And I ended up doing the whole run of the show with no other real issues. But I just kept thinking, why, why me? (laughs) Why did that have to happen? It's almost like my body was put together like with clay and toothpicks. And someone said, ah, yes, this will be stable. Send her forth into this world be kind. And so that is how I was made, I believe. And so that's just kind of my little fun story. Another little tidbit that's really funny now, at the time it was awful. I was dating this guy at the time and he started getting distant during that week. And then literally opening night, he came to see the show and came with my friends, boyfriends and like friends and everyone We all walked out to greet them, to say, hey, because they came to opening night and all of my friends' boyfriends had flowers to give them and he was just standing there empty handed and I was like, okay, whatever, I don't need flowers, whatever. That's really not a big deal. And then he said, Maddie, can we talk outside? And I said, yeah, sure. And literally opening night, I had finished the opening night of my last show in high school and this kid walks me outside and he breaks up with me in front of everyone. I mean, not, he didn't announce it. He wasn't publicly like, everyone, everyone, attention, attention. I'm breaking up with Maddie. See a sucker. No, he like pulled me aside, but there were still crowds of people. And so I started crying because it was not the greatest timing and it was a bummer. It was bummer central. And then people would come up to me and say, Maddie, congrats on the show. Like, it, it was so great. You were so great. Why are you crying? And I would have to look them in the eye and say, They're happy tears. (laughs) I'm happy, even though I was devastated. And so my friend Savannah had to drive me home. And that was, 
And that was my opening night of my senior show. So that obviously didn't have anything to do with medical stuff, that last story. But I just think it's so funny now that I have to tell it to people. So I think that's, I think that's the end of this episode. It's a little kooky, a little crazy, a little all over the place, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just trying to figure everything out. I think next week we'll get back to more of kind of the health-centric topic. If you have any questions involving that or anything you want to hear, always feel free to reach out to me. I know I say this every episode, but I really, really do love it when I hear from you guys. I get emails or DMs or just even likes or comments. Anything like that is so awesome. I love being a part and creating a, t- a teeny community. I'm not huge, but it is nice. Like the people I have are incredible and it's really incredible to be around. So thank you guys for listening. And if you want to reach out to me, you can reach me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're on social media, I have an Instagram brainfartpodcast or facebook.com slash brainfartpodcast. You can find me in both of those places feel free to contact me through there or email or just follow if you want or just listen along. Literally anything is great or helps if you want to tell your friends about it or you're a part of some health forum or anything like that. Exposure is awesome. And I think that's my whole spiel about getting my show out there. If you want to rate, subscribe, all of that stuff, go for it. If you just like lurking in the shadows and listening, I do that with a lot of podcasts and I just appreciate having your listenership. So thank you guys. When you hear me next week, I will not be in America. I will not be in the USA. I will be in a different country. So yeah, I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.